This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unk, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unk, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm Alex, and I have way too many DTRs. I know we'll be all right. I know we'll be all right. I know we'll be all right forever. In my memory, there's two girls that I had more than one DTR with. So I want to break those ones down. One of them's Jade. The other one, Sammy Sanchez. She knows who she is. I met Sammy when I was, I think I was 17 and she was 16. And we immediately hit it off as friends. And literally, we had, I want to say maybe six DTRs. Like we were, we were so inconsistent on our timing of wanting to be with each other. I remember vividly in my head one moment, one of the DTRs, which was I think the last DTR we ever had. Uh, and it was the DTR where I had finally like mustered up the confidence and I was like, I made my mind up. I'm gonna ask her to be with me. So I grab flowers, I go to her house, I, I stop by, her mom's there. She's living with her mom still at the time. We're, we're, we're not old enough to be like having our own places at this point. So uh, I go from my mom's house to her mom's house and, uh, and, I, and I give the flowers and we're kind of sitting there talking, catching up. And I was just like, this is your moment. And this, by the way, this shit is nerve wracking. Like this shit is not easy to do. It's easy when you kind of like sway into it. We'll talk about that later, like an easier kind of version of a DTR versus what I did, which was literally like in my mind, I thought about a scene from The Notebook and I was like, I'm going to go for that. And I was just like, look, we've had our moments. We've been up. We've been down. I've been ready. I've not been ready. I want you to know, like, I'm ready for you. Bang. And she full-blown was like, oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> and we know where this is going. But she full-blown was like, I'm actually seeing somebody, and I just think you're better as a friend. And I was just like, oh, sick. 
then <laughs> I really like honestly I don't remember what happened after that I think I might have had dinner with her family like just being like yes like dude I was like the Michael Jordan meme with the mask and like fucking <laughs> fucking crying in my mind but my face was like yeah this, these taco meats amazing like I don't even remember driving home like I just remember deflated like it's a it's a vulnerable thing one it's a vulnerable thing to have a DTR two when you decide that you want to be Ryan Gosling in the rain like I wrote you every day for a year and that shit gets turned down that's un that's like that's a whole new level of of vulnerability like they take your vulnerability they shred it up into a cheese make a pizza out of it and then they don't even eat the pizza they throw the pizza in the trash that's how I felt but obviously like I, I still have mad lover for Sammy we actually ended up doing a duet together like you know like two years ago so but it's all cool now. I mean, I still have mad love for her. I love her family. Everything's awesome. Super supportive on both ends. And uh, it's actually worked out better looking at where we both are in life now. It would have never worked out to be in a relationship. But that got me thinking, what is the best way to have the defining the relationship conversation or the dreaded DTR? What's up guys, it's Alex here and this is Let's Get Into It. It's my podcast where I talk to my friends and I make new friends and we kind of just talk about the real shit that we're going through. Uh, today, I'm very, very lucky to have one of my very good friends, Karen Ehrlichman, back in my presence. Karen, how you doing? I'm doing great, Alex. How's it going? I'm doing really, really well. And with us today is a new friend. She's coming all the way out from the UK while we're all quarantined in our homes. She is stylish. She is self-aware. Penelope Gwen is joining us today. Penelope, how you doing? Hi, I'm doing good. Happy to be here. Oh, thank you for coming. Um, as we are, you know, as as we're recording this, like I said, we're all quarantined in our homes. We're in the middle of this coronavirus, COVID-19 pandemic um, that's kind of hitting all around the world. And I've been talking to the guests this week uh, from where they are. But Penelope, you're the first guest that is from another country. What What's it like over in the UK? I mean, it's, it's pretty crazy. Um Personally, I'm self-employed and work from home a lot, so it's not a massive shift personally. Yeah, I'm the same. Um, but there's a lot of panic. There's a lot of empty shelves. Um, there's a lot of uncertainty. A lot of businesses having to shut and jobs are being lost. So there's just quite a mass um, anxiety overall. But I feel like it's global at this point. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty hectic right now. Hopefully, if you're listening to this, this yeah. podcast is released uh, by the time that this pandemic has passed. Um, but if it hasn't passed, then you can use this podcast for a little escape. That's where we're kind of we're using this podcast talking about it right now as an escape. Uh, and we're going to be talking about relationships today. Uh, first off, Penelope and I are going to be talking about how we define a relationship then Karen and I are going to be talking about romantic desperation. Yikes. Also, oh. Alex Iono syndrome is what I call that. Uh, and then lastly, we are all going to be talking about uh, unrequited love. Uh, but before we get into those topics, Karen, you already know this. Penelope, I'm going to introduce this to you. Uh, I ask all of my guests every single week, uh, what are you doing this week to try and improve your life? Most of the time I have something like really life changing, like, oh, man, I'm trying to meditate or I'm trying to, you know, eat healthier or anything. Honestly, this week I'm trying to juggle. I'm, we're getting bored here during the <laughs> quarantine and, and I've been able to do the simple juggling moves, but I'm trying to get this week specifically. I'm trying to do a move where I in mid juggling throw one of the balls from behind my back 
and land it back in my hand. It's very, very difficult. And I know it sounds Ooh. silly, but we're in a pandemic. So we got lots of time That's on our hands skill. to be at home. Uh, Karen, <laughs> you got anything for me? Yes, I have been taking two to three walks a day. Two to three oh. walks a day. Like walk- even if I just have a 15 minute break. Love that. But, um, you know, being in the house and doing my sessions uh, with clients like this, um, when I have a break, I will walk around the block. If I have a longer break, I'll go to the beach um, and making sure I get some fresh air uh, as often as possible. Amazing. All right, Penelope, you got something for me? Well, this week I am trying to declutter. I have like a lot of clothes. I take a lot of pictures, uh, a lot of makeup, and uh, it's just got out of hand. And why not utilize this time where I have to stay indoors to do the thing that I'd least like to do? <laughs> well, that's a, that's this is a perfect time to be doing things around the house because we're not supposed to be leaving the house. So uh, so we're yeah. in a good spot. Well, today we're talking about DTRs, defining the relationship, and that is generally a terrifying conversation to have. So we're going to get into that right here. I'm just really interested. What uh, what qualities do you look for when you're, uh, you know, looking for somebody that you want to be in a relationship with? What's like the most important shit to you? Um, I think, well, I'm single right now and I'm not necessarily looking for anything. <laughs> what's um, up? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi! <laughs> Um, but yeah, that would be very long distance. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, I've been in some bad relationships, so I've learned a lot in my Mm. short period of time. Um, so I think it would be more about retaining the things that I enjoy about being single while with someone. So Mm. keeping hold of certain parts of my independence. I enjoy my time alone. I don't want to be told what to wear or who to hang out with. Um, So I think it's more about setting up boundaries and just setting the tone early on in a relationship, whether it turns into a serious relationship, whether it's just casual, just saying, this is who I am and what I need. And this isn't going to change because I have a boyfriend or girlfriend. Ooh, I love that. I love that. Um, for me, uh, I actually I I'm very very much so practice keeping my uh, my personal relationships life uh, out of the kind of public eye. It's the one thing that I really like to keep close to me because my relationships mm-hmm. are are super important. Um, so I don't talk about it much, but I'm actually very very happily in a relationship. And for me, the biggest thing that uh, that I look for in trying to find an ideal partner is uh, open communication, mm-hmm. honesty. Lots of lots of trust because, you know, I travel around the world. I was filming a movie in Thailand for yeah. two months and and there's a lot of time that passed. I mean, right now I'm kind of we're, we're quarantined. I, you know, we, I don't know the next time that I'd be able to be in the presence of anybody else. So it's super important to me having that ability to have trust and honesty and an open line of communication, loads of transparency. But then more than that, I'm such a family man that you have to get along with my family. If you do not get along with my family. Okay, yeah. It is like I, I that's the scariest thing. And sometimes I actually it's one of the first things I do when I start to have a crush on a girl is I go, hey, why don't you come to the house? Because if my family doesn't like you, I don't want to put in the work that it takes okay. for my family to like, <laughs> you know, it's like if I if I fell in love and then I take you home and like you piss my mom off. I, I, as much as I want to be like, no, I'm still going to be with you. Like that's a it's, it's pretty it's a pretty big thing for me. So when you bring 
a, a girl to your parents, yeah. what do you do to make her feel comfortable and held? Because that's quite an intense environment to oh, put absolutely. someone who you've started to date in. So absolutely. how do you make her feel like super comfortable in that situation? So I, I've done it many different ways. I've tried to, you know, tell her, it's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. Or I go like, just be yourself, whatever. <laughs> I've, I, what I've realized the most successful thing is doing like the Jedi mind trick where I go, hey, so my sisters are all going to hate you. Like my mom's super cold. My dad like is really rude. He's kind of mean. And then they get there and they're and so they get they get more scared. And then when they get there, they realize none of that stuff's true because my family is all like amazing human beings. And they and, and then, you know. They're 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 happily surprised. And so that's really kind of my thing. But my family is so cool and chill. And I never say like, hey, I want you to meet my parents. I just it's never like that, because that would if you did that like a week into liking somebody, you'd sound like a psychopath. Yeah. Um, so what I do is I go, hey, we're playing games in my house tonight. Like you want to come through like my family's just chilling. Like it's very much so like very casual. It's not, hey, I want you to meet my parents. I've also never really done that. I've, I think for me, all of the relationships that I've been in have been have started from a place where meeting your parents or meeting your family isn't like a really big ordeal. It's kind of just like, oh yeah, by the way, this is my mom, this is my dad, because that's how I view it to me. Um, but I'm yeah. glad, I'm glad that we both, um, we're neither of us are like, you have to have um, a million dollars in the bank and you have to have this. I'm, we're, we we both seem like very very uh, um, simple people. We don't need much. We just need. Uh, good qualities now on the contrary is there anything that is an absolute deal breaker for you like you can have everything right but if you have this one thing or these two things it's game over i think it's just about um the kind of the trust and control thing because mm. i have been in controlling and unhealthy relationships before it's um it's about can you handle me modeling in underwear is yeah. this going to trigger you off? Are you going to get jealous when I'm off on trips? Are you, you know, mm. what do you expect of me? Yeah. And are you expecting me to kind of change myself to be a kind of woman that you want? Um, so it's kind of like, take me as I am. Mm. And if if they're wanting me to like fit into some other kind of mold, it's like, sorry, that's not me. Right, like, go that. find someone else. Yeah. Okay. Okay. For me, honestly, the biggest one is... Uh... You have to be like, I, I don't know how to explain it, but if you don't like trying things like like g things that you've never done before, like in terms of adventuring, in terms of trying foods, in terms like if you're the type of person to go like, I don't want to do it. I don't have any reason. I just don't want to do it. To me, I'm just like, mm -hmm. oh, that's so annoying. Like I'm an adventurous person. I love trying new things. I love experiencing new culture, new foods, new uh, activities, exercises, all of this stuff. I love trying new things. I love expanding my uh, my experience in life. And if you aren't willing to do that, to me, it's not. I mean, I guess it's not like a deal breaker, but it's definitely like it is. It'll it'll definitely it's tarnish. Yeah, it's super off putting mm. for me. Um, but yeah. uh, but now that we've we've kind of defined what we look for, um, I feel like in today's world, there's like three phases of of dating, obviously. Like, I think at first it's like you're like talking to somebody, like there's no commitment at all. There's not even any romance. It's just like you're just like talking. You're having a little flirting. You're going back and forth. Uh, then there's like dating. And then there's like you're in a committed relationship. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or do you feel like there's anything else added to that? Or do you feel like 
I'm kind of in that space where I go, there's three things. You're either talking, you're dating, or you're like fully committed to each other. You know what I mean? I mean, I think it just depends on what those people want. Mm. And there's a whole variety of what a relationship can look like. You know, people might want polyamory. They might they might be like, okay, I'd like to be with you, but I have all of these things that I want to do as well. Mm. Like go traveling or, you know, it just depends on where that person is in life and how those things can be compatible. Mm. So it, it's such a personal thing. I don't think it can just, it, it can be like those three stages, but it just depends who you are and right. what you want. Okay, well, let's switch committed then as the last one to just a relationship. Cause like you said, there okay. are different types of relationships. That's, a, that's an yeah. amazing point. So we'll go, you're talking, mm -hmm. then you're dating, and then you're in a relationship, mm -hmm. whether that is a polyamorous relationship, whether it's uh, an open, swinging, whatever, whatever you do. Um, yeah, that's that's Two how it is. Two people in a partnership. Now I'll say, yeah. oh, that, there we go. Perfect. Two people in a partnership, also known as mm -hmm. what we're going to call the relationship. I'll tell you something interesting yeah. about me and the way that I was raised. For me, dating and the relationship in terms of how I act are pretty much the same. Like in terms of like, I know a lot of people who are dating girls, but they haven't like they haven't made it like, quote unquote, official. Therefore, they mm -hmm. still talk with other girls they still hook up with other girls they still like I know a lot of dudes that do that and I feel like that's a pretty common thing like you can be talking to someone which is like you're just kind of like flirting or whatever you slid in the dms you know yada 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 and then you have like dating which I would consider as like you've already hung out maybe you've already hooked up and there is like yeah. there is not a cutoff afterwards so it's kind of just this like you just continue it's just continuing see on, where right? it goes yeah but for mm -hmm. me it's weird because as I and, and I don't know what it is if it's because you know my parents have been happily married for 29 years or or what have you but like I feel in my mind as soon as I like if I hook up with a girl and then in my mind I go I want more of you like I just want more of you then mm -hmm. I just my brain like shuts everything else off and I go into this like you you know space like I'm I I need to be there with you which was actually an issue that I've had in the past where I go that way and I go okay it's just me and you it's like here we go yeah that's always the risk well yeah I mean that definitely happens I have my story that I just told at the beginning of this podcast shout out Sammy Sanchez uh, where they break your heart, <laughs> where they tell you that they don't feel the same way or they don't want to take the relationship to that next level. And that's just a possibility of having a DTR. But there's a lot of places to like fill the gaps. Like there's a lot of different types of um, of relationships. I've just never been in them before. Have you been in any like weird yeah. relationships? I mean, I'm like, I'm very career driven and mm. that comes first. So I don't really have much time to be talking to loads of people. Right. And I don't really enjoy that initial like, oh, what do you do? And like, I find that a bit like, oh, can I just know whether I like you as a person and you make me laugh? Like, <laughs> I find it quite tedious. So right. uh, I'm not keen on like speaking to loads of people. Um, but I've definitely had it where I've been seeing someone for a period of time and they're wanting to go further and I'm just not. And the more they kind of push for like a relationship, I'm just like, whoa. And it just puts uh, me off. Um, so I've definitely had that. <laughs> we'll talk about that more in the unrequited love um, segment that okay, we talk about yeah. at the end of the day. But uh, before we hit this break, uh, the last thing I want to do, how do you have what I call, I don't know if you call it this, a DTR, where you determine the relationship, like where maybe you're not on the same page and it's getting a little bit more clear. Maybe one of you guys is calling each other babe or one of you guys is texting every day and the mm -hmm. other is 
is not responding as much, uh, whatever the situation is. I feel like there comes a time in every romantic entanglement that you have that you have to have a DTR, that you have to have the conversation to figure out what's going on. Do you like those? Yeah. I kind of, I low-key, in a weird way, I kind of love having DTRs because they're just like, they're just I've never fun. heard that term before. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, what do you I've call it? That. What do you call it? I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> okay. But DTR, I'll start, I'll start using that if I find DTR. someone like that much. So yeah, so have you, but have yeah. you ever had something like that where you have a, you have to have a talk about, hey, what's, what's going on? Yeah, I mean, I feel like it just kind of happens naturally and you just have to be super open. Like if someone's going to be your boyfriend or girlfriend or or whatever, you have to be able to talk to them about the mm. hard stuff. So if you're even too scared to broach that subject, then you've got some talking to do, right. like getting to know each other. Like I think I'd want to feel like I can really trust them. Like they've got my back and I can broach any subject without worrying that they're going to be put off or or scared or any of that um so i think just communicating freely and feeling like you can do that with someone and just getting cards out on the table because if if they're seeing other people or whatever it's like just tell me at that point i've had you know if i'm wanting to give more oh absolutely it's it's in the conversation is important i've actually had some dope ass dtrs that have either ended up in us both dating ended up in us one of us liking the other more and it just doesn't work out and some of them ending up in like laughing like okay i'm glad that we're both on the same page maybe even a person that you've had multiple dtrs with that breaks your heart i i don't claim to be a dtr expert but i will say i'm pretty good at them i'm pretty good at making them light i'm pretty good at making (laughs) them like enjoyable and fun and not like because i feel like it can be I feel like it can be a super like daunting conversation. Like you're scared. Like, I don't want to have this conversation. And so I think like you said, it's got to just be two people being cool. Like, hey, I like you a lot. Or, hey, I see where this is going and I'm not really ready for it. Or, hey, I love hanging out with you, but I travel for work and these are the things that I look for. And this Mm -hmm. is and if you can't match that, then let's just keep everything as it is. But I want you to know where I am. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think you kind of need DTRs as you go. Yeah, for sure. We change, we grow, especially when you're, you know, in your 20s or whatever, you're young, um, you're just growing in life um, because a lot of relationships just end because you're growing apart or you want different things. So these kind of like determining the relationships. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is a new term for me. DTR. Um, DTR, uh, it needs to kind of happen as you go, like naturally, um, to make sure everyone's on the same page. Absolutely. Okay, so here's my here's my question for you, for the listener at home uh, who might not be as confident uh, as I am and excited about having DTRs. Um, <laughs> what, what's your advice for somebody who knows they need to have a, D, a DTR with somebody, but they're a little bit nervous, they're a little bit shy, or maybe they're worried about the outcome? I think just try and... And playfully get onto a kind of talk about your feelings a little bit and just be like, so how are you feeling about things? How are you feeling about me? And just try and like ease into it mm-hmm. in like a fun way rather than going, right, what are we then? Because that might like Absolutely. if you're a person like me, it might freak me out if For you do sure. that. <laughs> I feel like when I go and get food, I feel like going and getting food is a great place to have a DTR. I've done DTRs where it's mm-hmm. literally like you're sitting in a car next to each other and you're like, so what, what is this? And it gets a little bit more awkward than if you're like, yo, let's go grab a burger. Let's grab some fries. Let's go and get, you know, pizza, whatever. 
and you're like just doing mm-hmm. your thing like you said it's cool it's casual it's like oh like yeah man what's your favorite flavor of snapple okay cool do you think we should be in love i, I don't know like i <laughs> i feel like it's the, the more casual that you can make it and playful that you can make it like you said um it seems like uh it is is more likely to be successful um, mm-hmm. but I feel like we covered this pretty well. I mean, obviously we, we, we talked about what we like and, and what we don't like in relationships, but mm-hmm. more so we talked about the different types of relationships. The fact that you opened my eyes to the idea that the, even more than the three categories, you know, talking, dating, and then a relationship, there's also loads of different types of relationships. There's the relationships yeah. that are a little bit more open, relationships that are mm-hmm. more committed, less committed all over the board. None of them are wrong. Just make sure whatever relationship you're in. Uh, you you determine that shit. Go and have a fun conversation. Eat some pizza. Yeah. What does it look like to you? What does you know? And what what needs do you have? Mm-hmm. Like a good thing to do is to like write down what makes me happy, mm. what makes me feel loved, and then say to the person, "Hey, this is this is what I need to mm. feel loved. Like I like cuddles. I'm quite a touchy person. Some people don't like hugs. They like gifts or they like." They like words Mm -hmm. and some people aren't words people. So as long as they know like love languages is a good thing to Google, have a little Pinterest. Yeah. yeah. Wait, Um, what are, what are you, before we go to this break, what are your love languages? Um, physical touch and words of affirmation, like cuddle me and call me beautiful. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. I like that. Mine are, mine are also physical touch, but also gift Mm -hmm. giving, not receiving gifts. Like I enjoy giving gifts to people. And so, uh, those are my two. Mm-hmm. And you have been a gift to me on this show. Um, oh, so Penelope Gwen, we're going to be coming back <laughs> to you at the end of the show uh, to talk about unrequited love, which is kind of scary. Okay. Uh, we will be right back, guys. When we come back, I'm talking with Karen Ehrlichman. We are talking about desperation romantically. And I'm very, very scared because I feel like I'm going to be exposed. But you'll find out when we come <laughs> back. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. 
Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. All right, y'all, we are back, and we are talking about DTRs. And now it is my favorite and also sometimes my most, uh, the most nervous I get uh, in this show. I get to talk to my sweet, sweet friend, Karen Ehrlichman. Karen, how you doing? <laughs> Good, Alex. The reason I get nervous is because I feel like our segments that are just you and I turn into like therapy and I'm having therapy sessions in front of uh, everybody that listens to this podcast. So uh, excuse me for having a little bit extra nerves, um, especially today. You got today. a box of tissues beside you? I know, right? I'm, I'm about to go get my like my layout bed that I can lay on, you know, like my little, uh, I'm trying to visualize what a therapist chair looks like. Um, but I'm also nervous because I kind of am worried that I might be a uh, a repeated offender of this topic, which is romantic desperation. Ooh, tell uh, me about that. Yeah, uh, oh, gosh. Okay, so I feel like um, I feel like I love being in relationships. Like I've I love being in relationships. I love having somebody that can equally depend on me. I depend on them, and at the same time, there's moments where we're both like super independent and doing our own thing and happy and excited for each other. Uh, when I do not have that, I chase it. I definitely think that we can all agree that I can get into situations where I like somebody and it's not reciprocated. <laughs> on top of 
wanting to be in a relationship, I also have been told by all of my friends, every single one of them, by my mom, by my dad, by my sisters, my grandparents, shit, my dogs, everybody tells me I fall so fast and so hard. Um, so that's kind of why I feel like I am, <laughs> I am a repeated offender of romantic desperation. You got some, do you have any like facts about that that make me feel better? <laughs> well, it's not just you. There is actually something physiological that happens in your brain. There's this um, hormone. It, this is a biochemical thing where your oxytocin kicks in and it's like you are stoned, mm. right? You're not, you are not operating in your right mind. That oxytocin mm. kicks in and it is like when you said chases it, it's like, you know, drug seeking behavior. You have to have it. You're jonesing for it. You can't live without it. Yeah. No, I mean, I've done some crazy, I've done some crazy shit. Like I've literally, I literally have sent a bouquet of roses from a cruise ship on the other side of the world to a girl. I've like, I've done some crazy shit. Like I am, I get a little, I get a little too crazy. I get a little too crazy. We're on Skype right now, by the way, cause we're all recording quarantine from home. Penelope Gwen is still here. She's giving me the, the craziest faces. Uh, she thinks I'm an absolute <laughs> psychopath. Uh, so Karen, thank you for uh, making me feel. <laughs> thank you for making me feel a little say, bit less weird. Penelope, you thank you for making me. Th thanks for returning that weird feelings. All right, so I want to talk about how being romantically desperate can actually affect us in our potential relationships and also outside of those relationships. Right. So if you think about it like a continuum, right? Like off the deep end is like obsessed. Yeah. Right. Like off the deep end is stalkers. We're not talking about that. No, 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 no. I mean, maybe, that's a topic maybe. for another. I'm just episode. kidding. I'm just kidding. Yes. We'll talk about that another time. But um, it's that continuum like of nervous excitement that can go all the way. I'm making kind of like an arc with my hand all the way to like panic. Right. Like what if I feel this way and what if this person doesn't feel this way? You know, I think this is the one or I think this is something special. I got to have it. I'm feeling it. But the desperation is like, fuck, what if it's just me? What if the, what if she doesn't feel that way? Does mm. that kind of touch on one aspect of it? Like the not knowing. I mean, I feel like it really has an effect on your self-love. Like you're literally doing a trust fall with yourself, but you can't catch yourself. So nobody's there to catch you. I've done that before. But it was there was somebody there. They just they, they didn't they didn't catch me. That was uh, that was trust falling with friends that you trust too much. Um, uh, but but back back on topic. Um, how do you fight? I guess let's 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 start turning the corner. Let's start talking about how do we how do we deal with this more than assessing it? How do I deal with romantic desperation? I feel like I'm before I, I want to bring an answer to you and I want you to dissect it. I feel like a lot of it has to do with self-love uh, because I feel like there's there's some kind of correlation between the love that you give yourself that makes you feel like you are enough, that you don't need anybody else. Uh, and if if you don't have that, I feel like it might actually propel that romantic desperation. So you made mention earlier about like, what's the science behind this? And we I mentioned the oxytocin, oxytocin and another piece of this is um, what we would call your attachment patterns, right? So this is kind of related to what you were saying about self-love. And anybody who wants to know about attachment styles, you could just Google it. And there is like a ton of information out there, but I want to just give you a little snapshot. So that feeling of 
self-love, that sense of calm and groundedness and of knowing like I am fucking awesome and this person would be privileged to be with me is a sense of secure attachment of knowing who you are and feeling that you are worthy of love. Those are like a small percentage of the population that have that sense of secure attachment. And then there's what we call anxious attachment, which is you feel some self-love some of the time, but you're really anxious. What if the other person doesn't feel the same way? And how do I know? And how many times have they, you know, DM'd me or how many times they didn't respond to my text fast enough or like where the anxiety is there. And you can ask yourself, like kind of to your point about desperation, like how many times a day or an hour are you checking to see if that person responded or you're looking, you're stalking them on IG or you're like looking to see what they're doing or you're like, it's consuming you when you should be like at work or flossing your teeth or taking out the trash or like doing something else. And you're obsessing about, is that other person going to respond to me in the way I need them to? And the last one, and then I'm going to pause and see what you think about this is, um, avoidant attachment, which is basically people who can seem like really calm, cool, and collected. And there's something about their calmness that can be really appealing and maybe even sexy, but actually they're kind of closed off underneath that. And so you try to get in there and you can't get through that wall. And that starts, that, that gives more, makes you more of a reason to be more desperate is what you're saying? Well, it, if you are trying to hook up with somebody who is avoidant in their attachment, it might make you more desperate, but there's not a thing you can do to break that wall. Mm, mm. Amazing. Well, Cause well, that wall is what helps to them to survive emotionally and they may not even be aware of it. They're just doing them. I, they don't, they have no idea. And that's the messed up part. And we'll get into that more again on this last segment, which I'm actually getting more and more excited and also more and more nervous to talk about, which is unrequited love. Um, but before we get there, I got another question for you. Okay. I feel like we've been talking a lot about romantic desperation when you are not in a relationship, when you're trying to get in a relationship. Do you feel like there is a sense of romantic desperation that can happen while you're in a relationship? Oh, definitely. Like, Let's just say you're in a relationship and your significant other comes home and says, I made a new friend at work today. And somewhere inside yourself, you think, oh, shit. Right? Like, what if that person's smarter than me, sexier than me, better looking than me, makes more money than me? Like, all they've done is said, hey, honey, I made a new friend. Even though you're in that secure relationship, it still might kick up your anxiety. It might turn into desperation if the person says, oh yeah, we started having lunch together every day or, you know, like, and it may be nothing, right? It may be purely platonic. But so when that part of the brain, right? Like the, the, way, the place in our brain where our fear gets activated, when that switch turns on, we have to learn how to turn it off because when you're on the receiving end, the person who's on the receiving end of your desperation is trying to figure out what the hell is going on here? What happened to my person? Okay. Okay. Uh, well, because I'm clearly, this is nothing to do uh, this whole topic. I do not suffer from or deal with regularly <laughs> at all. Uh, but just for maybe the listener at home and definitely not me in any way, shape or form. Uh, how do we fix this? How do we, how do we make, what are the first steps to stop to not checking my phone? What are the first steps to not checking my phone all the time and seeing or checking locations or whatever? I'm, I'm not that crazy right now. Uh, I have been in my past, but what are the first steps to helping, aiding, or even fixing your romantic desperation? 
first step is uh, think to yourself and then write down like your ideal self. Like I want, I want to be the person who feels secure, right? I would say it in the positive, like, don't say, I don't want to be the person who's texting like 17 times an hour. Like I want to be the person who is calm and relaxed and at ease. And I want to express it this way. Like I'm going to text and then I'm going to, I'm going to wait 15 minutes before I respond or like you make whatever those, the rules for yourself. And then you have a friend, step two, who's going to hold you accountable. That person you can talk to, it's like calling your AA sponsor. That person you can text at three o'clock in the morning and say, tell me why I shouldn't go over to her house. Just tell me right now, I need you to talk me off this ledge. So somebody who loves you, who trusts you, and you've already given them permission to put you on a very short leash. All right. So I need to, I need to find one of them. I need to find one of those people because <laughs> yes. all my friends are like, dog, do it. Think about the notebook. What would they do in the notebook? And I'm like, you know what? You're right. It's raining outside. I'm going to go build a house. Okay. So let's say you did both of those things and you're still a little bit desperate. Is it just time to call Karen and have your own private session and figure out what's going well, you on? You may need to go to therapy. Okay. Um, you may need to go to Codependence Anonymous. You may need to read the five love languages that Penelope talked about in the earlier episode. You don't have to figure this all out by yourself. Go talk to somebody who can help you to get clear about what's healthy for you. Mm. And you know what I love is is uh, the segment before when we were talking with Penelope, she said her biggest thing in terms of uh, determining the relationship is starting off with what you need to be the best you. I mean, at the end of the day, it all comes back to self-love, uh, which is why I'm excited to get to our next topic, which is unrequited love. Another thing I feel like this episode is just attacking Alex's weaknesses because uh, I've I got more than enough uh, expertise with this. Karen, thank you so much for talking with me about uh, my romantic desperation. When we come back, uh, we'll be talking about unrequited love. I'm so nervous and excited. We'll be right back. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. 
visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. All right. We are back. This is Let's Get Into It. I'm Alex Iono, and I'm so lucky to have with me on the show today Karen Ehrlichman and Penelope Gwen. Ladies, how you feeling? So good. Feeling good, yeah. All right. Well, uh, I hope my uh, my romance and relationship issues haven't scared you guys off because we got one more topic to talk about. <laughs> And we've already talked about defining the relationship, uh, and now we are here. The topic I hate, but I love, but I hate, <laughs> unrequited love. Am I the only one on this podcast that's experienced unrequited love? All right, I am. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks, guys. You know what? We're just going to end the podcast here. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, well, then it's going to be the a little bit more. saying nothing. It's going to be a little bit more therapy for Alex then. So let me explain. I'll, we'll break it down. We'll break down my actual, you know, my actual situations. I've been in, mo I've, I've had moments where I really, really, let's not call it unrequited love, but maybe just unrequited feelings. Um, because there's been moments where I go, man, I really want to be in a relationship with you. And I've had the the person on the other side say no. And I've had moments where I've I've been in a relationship with a girl and and I'm and I'm doing everything. I'm being so desperate. Oh, 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 oh so awkward. Uh, but I am being so desperate and doing everything I can to make this person like me. And they don't. And it sucks and awkward. And, you know, that's where it ends up. And so um, unrequited love apparently is only a personal topic for moi. 
but I want to, I still, even though you guys haven't felt it, uh, Karen, you're never going to feel it because Jana is the greatest human on earth. But Penelope, maybe you'll one day love somebody who doesn't love you back. Probably yeah. not. You're <laughs> successful and independent and literally everything that a guy looks for. So uh, while, while both of it are very unlikely, let's still get into these topics for the listener at home. Karen, what's the science that actually is behind that feeling of unrequited love? Think for a second about when you first realize you have a crush on somebody. Right when I saw them. Just kind of start with that feeling, <laughs> with that where you're like something happens inside you, right? Like your body even sometimes feels it before your brain registers it, where you're just like kind of giddy. Damn. Yeah, giddy. Yeah. So say more about that giddy feeling, Penelope. You just get a bit excited, like when they message you, you just get a little it's smile groovy. on your face. I fucks with it's, it. Like it's, it's such know. a good feeling. <laughs> It's that, what's you say, that, that oxymoron or whatever though. you called it, Karen? What is it called? Oxy, I don't know. Oxy, oxytocin? Oxytocin. oxytocin. Yes. Um, that's, that, whatever that is, if they made a version of that that came in a pill, I would take it. Uh, that would be crack, okay? <laughs> All right, never mind. Not <laughs> doing crack. Don't Kids, crack. do not do drugs. Don't. don't do drugs. <laughs> yeah. All right, back back on topic. I'm sorry, I took us off but of that, it. Say but that, that feeling. Because it shows you how, like, you think about when you have a feeling, it, the oxytocin kicks in. And if you imagine that it's like crack, I'm not, you know, I'm being a little hyperbolic here, but it makes you do crazy shit. Yeah. Facts. So, mm-hmm. But there's also the feeling of being able to enjoy what a crush feels like, mm-hmm. to enjoy that ooey gooey, tingly thrill, like before you cross over into cray cray banane that you just get to enjoy that crush feeling first. Mm. When you cross over, then part of what happens is like, well, how do I know if they feel the same way about me as I feel about them? And then you kind of start spinning from there. Right. And then if the person doesn't feel that way, it's rejection, right? Rejection is painful. Absolutely. And you guys have, neither of you have felt that. So that's fine. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I I definitely had it where I'm investing a certain amount of time and energy in someone and then not giving that back. Uh, But I think now I have the wherewithal to be like, okay, I'm going to pull back from that now. And then they've been the one like, why aren't you speaking to me? And it's like, oh my God, you had your chance. (laughs) Let's break... I want to break that down, though, because you said that you did have a moment where you were investing and you felt like it wasn't coming back. That is, I, I would say, a yeah. version of unrequited okay. insert line here. Sure. How did that how did that make yeah. you feel? Because I, I feel like I'm on an island of loneliness right now. I am literally I'm, <laughs> I'm Andy Samberg and I'm the lonely island all the way on my own. So so let me get some let me get yeah. some um, some relatability here with you. Uh, what did that what did that make you feel mm-hmm. like? It doesn't feel good for your confidence. So, you know, at first you're all excited, you get those kind of butterflies, then, you know, you might spend a bit of time with them and be like, okay, I kind of like this. And I think I'm I'm thinking of like a specific example that was quite recently, because I don't date very much because I just don't have time really. Um, but then I was kind of feeling a little drop in attention from this person and then going, okay. And then they're like, oh, I'm just busy. And it's like, are you busy or are you disinterested? So mm. I, I kind of had that that time where it's like, okay, I don't want to be like crazy, like talk to me all the time. I'm, I'm not bothered about that. But there wasn't that kind of, 
by the way, I won't be able to speak to you this much week this week or or any of that. So I was like, okay, I think they're just kind of dwindling in interest. Mm -hmm. So at that point I go, is this person worth this? Is this is this worth my you know, my anxiety or my, even my tears at times? Mm -hmm. And the answer was no. So I was like, okay, bye. Ugh. And um, you have, that was the right choice for me. You have such a, <laughs> such a more mature version of your answer to that. <laughs> because what I was going to say, and Karen, here's my answer for you, is like I feel like a lot of the time when something's unrequited, a feeling of positivity is unrequited back to you, mm -hmm. it damages. For me, anytime I've liked a girl and they don't like me back, or I've been in a relationship that the 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 – the demise was that there was not an equal level of feelings towards each other. It really makes me look at myself and go, there must be something wrong with you because they don't like you as much as you like them. You're not doing something right. You're doing something wrong. And it really does take a hit on my confidence. Do you feel like that's a pretty common denominator for unrequited love? A hundred percent. Because when you, if this person doesn't return those feelings, it's a natural response, even for a second, to think, what's wrong with me, right? And especially if you then see them hook up with somebody else and you think, you picked that person instead of me? So it's natural that your self-confidence will take a little bit of a hit. Mm. I, feel like, I feel like one of the main things that I do also is I go back and I go, oh my gosh, you're so stupid for, for buying those flowers or changing flights or but, or or taking time canceling hangouts with your friends to go and see this girl you're so dumb and it makes me like resent and regret doing a lot of things do you think that that that's necessarily like healthy I guess like because obviously I, I I try and what I try and do is balance wearing my heart on my sleeve and not caring about the negative effects of doing that because I know that I'm always being my truest self and also being smart, listening to my brain and being like, dude, don't buy roses for a girl that is not texting you back. Like it's like if she's especially right now, we're in a pandemic. And by the way, guys, if you're listening to this, if, if they're not responding to you right now, they don't like you. There's there's no you have no reason to not be texting somebody back right now. And if and if they do buy them toilet paper, because that's super romantic right now. <laughs> Very romantic. That's some big love right there. If you give if you're giving toilet paper rolls out right now. You love them. You love people. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Karen, in terms of that feeling, how do you balance that? Because I know that the a lot for me, the transition can be, you know, recognizing unrequited love, being angry that you did all of the things that you did. Like, how could you not love me or like me as much after I've done all of this? And then eventually it becomes that. So, well, there's just something wrong with you. There's just something that's not right. You know what I mean? So a couple things. One is I'm thinking about the difference between wooing somebody and trying to persuade somebody or sell yourself to somebody. God like, damn. You know, like <laughs> wooing to be wooed is awesome, right? Even mm. if you're not even that into the person, it's still, whoever got those roses still might've appreciated getting them, even if they didn't return the love. Right. But it's when you feel like you have to prove yourself to somebody. It's like when that desperation kicks in, right? It's then, but you don't want to have to prove yourself to anybody, even if, even if the love is returned, it's not about proving yourself. It's about what Penelope said earlier about boundaries, right? It's like, you want to be able to say, I did the best I could. You're going to forgive yourself for making an ass of yourself and then move on. 
All right, Karen, I feel like we need to turn the page on this. What do we do if this happens to us or happened to us with Sammy Sanchez, who ripped my heart out of my bare chest? What do we do with our feelings when somebody doesn't feel the same way as we do about each other? So as you know, I always say friends are essential with all of these matters of the heart. So having a friend or a family member who can remind you that you're lovable, that you're worthy, that even if you're imperfect, that you are still deserving of love and affection, that there is nothing wrong with you. You have done nothing wrong. Let's pause really quick. I want to pause really, really quick because I know that there's a lot of listeners out there that might go, I don't even have friends that do that. So uh, Karen, Penelope, myself, we are going to be your friends right now. And we're going to let you know. (laughs) We're going to let you know. You are absolutely worth the love that you look for. You are... You have all of the assets to be in a relationship that's healthy and happy. There is literally nothing wrong with you mm-hmm. that makes you undeserving of the love that you wish to have. And if anybody tells you otherwise, then they clearly do not understand what it takes to be uh, in, a, in a positive, happy, loving, successful relationship. I also have some things that you can do independently because you can't always rely on your friends from catching you out. You can't, you have to rely on yourself. Um, So I would say work out what you want from a partner, like the little things that you'd want them to do for you and the type of person that they'd be for you and how they'd speak to you and then do it yourself. Because the more self-sufficient you are, the less you'll rely on other people's love to fulfill you. So, you know, take yourself out on dates, Mm. buy yourself cute stuff, say Mm -hmm. beautiful, tell yourself you're beautiful when you're in the mirror, Mm -hmm. you know, run yourself a bubble bath, make yourself some really nice food, like, you know, go out on a trip somewhere and provide yourself with that because then you'll have actual higher standards from that other person because Mm -hmm. they have to top what you've already got. But when you're coming from a place of like lack your, you know, your cup is empty. What what are you going to give back to them as well? And, you know, then the bar will be a lot lower. Absolutely. My bar is quite high now. And that's, that's super why I'm high. happy being single. And if you need, <laughs> if you need some more uh, advice on how to fill up that cup of self-love, fill up that cup of confidence, uh, there's another episode of this podcast where we specifically dive into self-love um, practices, mindsets, uh, exercises that you can do to help build that up. Um, so outside of the self-love, uh, Karen, mm-hmm. let's let's keep pushing on this road of how do we manage the feelings of unrequited love? Well, I want to piggyback on what Penelope just said, which is like that should be part of our regular routine of everyday life, right? Where you you br- you wake up, you brush your teeth, you exercise, you do whatever, and you greet yourself with that self-love. You don't just wait until you're dealing with unrequited love or you're in a funk or you're depressed or whatever it is. It should be like breathing for all of us. Mm. Mm -hmm. Ah, It should be like breathing. Ah, damn. Um, (laughs) Last thing I want to talk about is closure. And I think it's, 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 it's another, uh, another piece that comes along with how we manage uh, the feelings that come along with somebody not feeling the same way about you. Um, a lot of the times when somebody says, hey, I just don't feel the same, there's not really any conversations that happen past that. You never really get that call that's like, hey, I just want to apologize for having unrequited love. I just was going through things. I didn't recognize my own value. I didn't recognize your value. That very, very rarely happens. So Karen and Penelope, um, what are your 
tactics on gaining closure or being okay with the lack of closure? I feel like oftentimes people use I need closure as an excuse to like to get go see down, their ex again. To get dicked down. Well, I mean, sometimes, <laughs> but just to get that attention. And sometimes it's like, you just, sometimes it's not going to be that finished and you're not going to be satisfied with the ending, but you just, you just can't be around that person because it's not healthy for you. Mm. So I think sometimes you're not going to get the satisfactory closure that you feel like you should, like, like you get in the movies and stuff. Um, I don't know. What what do you think about this, Karen? Uh, what's that um, number one song from the animated movie that all the girls love? Frozen. Frozen? Oh, let it go. I was thinking <laughs> I was thinking uh, the Dua Lipa record. I was thinking one. The pick up, uh, you know, he's on a cut of it But yeah, no, much better and more family appropriate. <laughs> exactly. You've met my nieces. Yes. So especially in this era when ghosting is a thing, you cannot hang on expecting the other person to give you the closure that you need. Mm. We have to figure out how to give ourselves that closure, let that shit go and move on. God damn, Karen is hitting you with some fire right now. <laughs> Guys, we have covered so much today, Penelope and Karen. We talked about what to look for in a relationship, what you look for. We've defined defining the relationship and a lot more aside of that. Karen, Penelope, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I had a blast talking with you. Um, thank you for having me. So. We're going to take turns. Karen, you're on the show all the time. But Penelope, what are your plugs? Tell us what's going on. Let us let us know where we can follow you and get more makeup tips because those lips are uh -huh. popping. And we're on Skype right now. <laughs> and that shit is looking 3D to me. So uh, give us give us some love. Okay, so I'm Penold on Instagram. That's P-E-N-N-O-L-D. Uh, my name's Penelope Gwen, and I'm a makeup artist, model, content creator, and I talk a lot about wellness and self-love and the techniques I use to look after myself and curb my anxiety and just have a good, happy life. Mm. So if you want to come and have some positivity and get some makeup tips, then have a look at my Instagram. And I'm trying to do TikTok, same handle. We're all, hey, aren't we all trying to do TikTok? <laughs> we are trying. All right, Karen, your turn. Shameless plug, go. All right. You can follow me on Instagram or Twitter at KE Replenish. Or you can go to my website, KarenErlichman.com. Amazing. Guys, you know you can always catch me at Alex Iono. This is Let's Get Into It. We will see you guys next week when we're talking about some more real life shit and hopefully I'd, hopefully I don't get too exposed uh, we'll see you guys next time stay safe out there and uh, and we'll talk to you soon peace we really want you to get the help you need so if you need help please seek independent advice from a competent healthcare or mental health professional the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the podcast author or individuals participating in the podcast and do not represent the opinions of iHeartMedia or its employees. This podcast should not be used as medical advice, mental health advice, counseling, or therapy. Listening to the podcast does not establish doctor-patient relationship with hosts or guests of Alex Iono, Let's Get Into It, or iHeartMedia. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made on this podcast. Oof, that's a doozy.
Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 